Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Natalie Jean, Emily Jean, yes it's Nat, and we're back with Chatting with Nat, and today I have my one of my favorite people, singer-songwriter Danielle Taylor. Danielle Taylor is an adult contemporary artist and singer-songwriter with a powerfully dynamic, warm, authentic voice. She's open for countless Grammy recipients, and her original music is on Sirius XM in restaurants across the nation, in the skies on JetBlue and United Airlines, and in big box retail worldwide. So let's give a round of applause for Danielle Taylor. Hey. I love that. I just got that applause button. Every time I have somebody on, I'm like, I just love that button. I always wanted an applause. I love button. it. And I want people to feel good. You know? So I do. I, I want them to clap along. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, it's working. I love that. So how are you doing since the last we talked? I'm doing well. I'm I'm just working and, and uh, you know, trying to Make my music and, you know, same old, same old, but I'm doing really well. Uh, how are you doing? I'm surviving a pandemic, a work teleworking, trying to get music done, working on a business, taking a class, uh, trying to wrap my head. Yeah, you are all about it. <laughs> trying to wrap my head around why I say yes. You just, you just, you want to be everywhere and do everything. And I get it. Like that's, that's what, that's what entrepreneurs are. You know, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. I like that. Yeah, you are. You run your own business. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Um. So let's get started with this. What is one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Straight up, that it would take more than three years to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, when I first started out, I was telling people, like, oh, psh, it's going to be, like, three, maybe four at the most years, and then everyone's going to know my name. And, you know, not to say that that's not the path for some people, but that has not been my path. And right. um, I wish I knew what I was getting into. You know, you do it because you love it. So it's like right. I would have still done it anyways, but I wish I had more, you know, more a more realistic timeline for myself. Mm-hmm. would have been nice. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if I'll ever be famous. Now, people eh, people kind of know me in the independent world. And if you Google me, you'll find me. Um, yeah, you're Googleable. That's all that matters. I'm trying to get at <laughs> it. I can't even get verified on Twitter. So you're way ahead of the game. <laughs> I was like, uh, well, you know, the verification game, for anyone who's not verified out there that wants to know about it, you just have to have a buttload of press. You have to have a lot of stuff on the Internet that's not your website, that's not your, your social media. You have to have, like, legit articles that have been written about you. 
um, which most of the time you can totally get. Like there's like a website out there called HypeBot, and you can just, I mean, you have to submit yourself, and I think I think you have to pay for that, but whatever it is, you can get tons of press that way, um, you know. And then once you have enough stuff that proves like you are undeniably you, then boom, <laughs> verification. Solid. What? Stuff on me yeah. on the internet, damn it! Yeah, no, always... you just have to send in your stuff and be like, "Yo, I swear on me, and like <laughs> I have all of this stuff to prove it. Please verify me because I'm a public figure." And then eventually they'll get around to it and go, "Yeah, you got it." See, I love you. I already love you. I fell in love with you <laughs> for IG, <laughs> and I love yeah. you more for giving us that advice. You are awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's so many, like, secrets in the business, and I'm like, yo, let's just talk about it. Like, what do you want to know? Let me just tell you. Don't waste your time getting this info. Let me tell you now. (laughs) There you go. And you know what's interesting? I love that you're doing that because, you know, when I initially got on Clubhouse, um, I was like, okay, what is this? (laughs) And so um, this one lady, Empress, she does licensing and all this other stuff, and she was giving out a lot of information. Some of the information I already knew was, like, you know, doing the whole metadata stuff, using the sound fan, sound trust, all that crap. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but there were like certain sites I didn't know about. So she was talking about how to find music supervisors and, you know, going to LinkedIn and using this special phrasing when you put it in the search criteria. And then she was talking about this site that I, which is a wonderful site called Cyanite. And when you go on there, you just plug in your music, you know, it'll give you your metadata right there. It'll tell you what mood it's in. obviously the BPM, all that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And then she gave us um, another another, uh, talk on there, talked about uh, this place, I think it's Tune Sound or Tune Find, where it'll show you the music supervisors, right. And all the the ones that are on like Hulu, Netflix or whatever, and tell you the the kind of music they like. So um, that has been really good. But the the crazy thing is she told me, some people have come to her and tell her, why are you giving all this away? They, they're actually mad at her for doing it. And she plans to do an yeah. ebook like, next month. But I love people like that. They're willing to help, especially independent artists, get out there and say, okay, you want to do this? You have to work hard at it. But here are the tools to be able to do this stuff. I love people like totally. that. Totally. Well, and you know, the problem is, I think, like, on it, like, straight up, like, for a while, I held on it. Like, people were like, how'd you get on Sirius XM radio? And I didn't want to tell anybody about it because I did it myself. I didn't right. want to talk about it. Because I felt like it was competition, you know, but ultimately it's, it, your music speaks for itself. So like, if your music is good, you're going to get on the radio with or without my help. Why not help someone out? Right. Right. If your music sucks and you hit them up, they're going to say no. And I, it's not a big deal, you know, or if you are just not a great, like, you know, uh, communicator or whatever, when you send an email and you don't do it the right way, there's a lot of other stuff that you have to know besides just who to email, you know? So I think I'm all about like sharing. I wish people would have done that with me. Like I literally have spent time with people and, and given them thousands of dollars just to get like two nuggets of information that were worth anything. And, but that's a lot of money. And I'd rather just share that information for free. Like, I had to pay for it, but that sucks. And I hated that I had to pay for it. Why would I keep my mouth shut and make other people pay for that? Like, I'd rather just be like, yo, this is what I know. And, you know, establish myself as someone you can lean on in the business that you can trust, that you can come to, as well as like, hey, I try to make good music, you know? So no, I get I'm it. Just, I, get I like it. people. I just want to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> you like me. 
Um, that's just yeah. like how it is, you know, and I kind of feel like some people are really lucky. Some people are a Justin Bieber and they put a couple singing videos on and Usher sees them and their life is different, you know, right. and other people are like, I got to go get it. Like, I can't just sit here and wait for you. I got to go get this. So that's, that's the kind of person I am. Like, I don't, you know, I don't do a lot of like, sing. there's so many good singers out there, like so many beautiful, yes. amazing singers out there that I'm like, I have to have more than that. Like, I can't just be a pretty voice in a sea of beautiful voices. Like that's not enough anymore. You have to have, you have to be a songwriter. Can you do something like writing a song? is not, it's, you know, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not a nothing thing, I guess is what I'm trying right. to say. Like it's, it's, there's something to it. There's an art, there's a craft, there's something that you have to like learn about mm-hmm. structure, learn about just whatever. And there's a curve to that. And I think that if you, no matter the genre can learn that, then I think it's, you know, sky's the limit when you have a unique voice of your own the sky is the limit but when you are just singing someone else's song and that's what your that's what your jam is that's Mm -hmm. where you're that's where you're going to be relegated to forever even if you get to be famous like if you're not a songwriter and someone's like dang your voice is amazing you will still you'll be famous but you'll still have other people writing what you're singing so exactly you know so what advice What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue pursue a career similar to yours? That's a good question. Um, I think I would say um, really get to know yourself as an artist um, mm-hmm. and be okay with wherever whoever you are as an artist. Like when I first started out, I tried a lot of different stuff. Um, I think we talked about it a little on IG Live, but I – you know, I tried, I, I, I tried like kind of singing like the R and B. I mean, I love soul music. Like I, I think a lot of R and B has a lot more soul than some other stuff. Like it, just in terms of the vocal lines and just you know what what the vocalist gets to do. But some of the language is, um, it's got a lot more slang in it. And I just can't say some of this stuff. Like I remember at the very beginning, like someone wrote a song and was like, hey, you want to try to sing on this? Because I didn't know what style I was yet. And I was like, sure. And like the lyrics were like poppy and daddy and stuff like that. And I was like, I I can't say this. Like, I, I can't do this. Like, this, this isn't me. Or like keeping it 100, like that's not me. So I think, you know, and I was trying it on like a pair of shoes, you know, like I like shoes, but I'm not a high heel girl. You know, I wear flats and boots and stuff. So I think you just kind of have to know yourself as an artist and then be comfortable with whatever you are. Like, don't, you know, like I'm, I'm very girl next Dory as just a person. Like I just like jeans and t-shirts a lot. I don't wear a lot of dress, not that I can't wear a dress, but I, you know, and I don't try to be something else. And I think a lot of times, you know, especially right now with like social media being what it is and people, people looking at music, like it's a sport, like stats, like the way they look at like, oh, this baseball player has this many. I mean, I don't know anything about baseball, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like they look at their numbers, like how many whatever pitches do they have or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like that's how music is now. Music is like how many followers do you have on Spotify? How many streams do you have? Oh, you're worthless. You don't have a lot. And I think that that's garbage. And I think that, you know, there's, there's space for all of us to do music, you, you know, whatever level we're at, however good or um, you know, new at it, we are, whatever. Like, if you love it, you love it. You just have to be okay with what you are and be real about that. Like, if, you, if you're trying to fake yourself out, like, oh, this feels like, meh, it's not, it's not going to pop off the way you want it to. You know, you just got to be real 
and you'll be happier with yourself, I think. That's my advice. Anybody <laughs> starting out, like, you can do it. Try it out. Just be legit. Like, be real with yourself. Yeah. And it's so factual. Um, so back to the resources. Here's a question. What are the top three resources that have helped you along the way? So the number one thing that I think is the most important thing that any musician can have besides music is a website. And I am obsessed with band Zoogle. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them or not, but that's who I use to host, not to host, to create my website. Um, They have tons of different design, like templates and stuff. And it's really just a plug and play, but it's the best one that I've ever seen out there. And it's extremely, you know, high end professional. Like I've had people like really high up, industry folks, A&R guys be like, oh man, I thought you had a whole team of people behind you based on your website. And I'm like, nope. You know, I think your website shows who you really are. And I think that your website is there. You know, MySpace was a thing at one point and now it's gone. So if you put all your eggs in the MySpace basket and it disappears, you're screwed, you know? So I think having a home base where people can see your shows, see your music, see any press that you have, that is like, number one resource. And so I think that Banzoogle is like the bee's knees for creating that. There's Wix and other stuff, but Banzoogle is designed. I mean, it's really good for anybody who wants to have a website, but it's very, um, it it caters nicely to the musician, to the artist. So, and it's like cheap. It's like 20 bucks a month or something. It's nothing. So that is number one. Um, I would say resource number two for me is probably for a long time. Anyways, it was CD baby. I think CD Baby is is excellent. Um, okay. I have my I have a new distribution company now, so I'm I'm with like an official like distribution company. But when I was not, I was with CD Baby, and I love them because they help you track everything. So if you're going to spend any money advertising yourself, um, you can see all of your insights, which I think is really great. And then um, and then you and then you know where to put your money basically like I like if I'm doing really well on Facebook do I really need to advertise over there no if I'm like sucking on Twitter okay well then maybe I'll put my money there you know what I mean like you want to just as a business person you want to be able to see the full picture so they help that and then in conjunction with the full picture jam um, there's a there's a website out there called Charmetric and that website yeah that one helps pull together all of the data across everything to really see kind of how you're doing and give you a more um, global perspective in terms of where, where you're at socially, musically, what's, what's ha- is there anything charting, like what's going on with you. So those are my three that I think are essential. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a ton of other stuff out there, but those are the ones that I'm like, if you do nothing else, get a website. CD Baby's a good distribution center, and you can track your stuff nicely. And they've got lots of good stuff. You know, um, I think they actually just recently partnered with Banzoogle, so that's nice, kind of a two-in-one, I think, maybe. And then, um, yeah, and then Charmetric. Boom. Boom. Chaka <laughs> Waka. All right. Yeah. <laughs> who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? Mm. Mm. Um, that is a great question. Um, so I think musically, I would say that musically Michael Jackson is like, a big influence, not like influence in terms of my actual music, you know, um, but just in the, in the sense that he kind of did whatever he wanted to do as an artist. Like he, he, he cut his teeth young and he like earned his like stripes, if you will. And so he was able to be the king of pop because he literally was, he was brilliant and he could do anything he wanted. If he was like, 
I'm going to have a rap in this song. And then I'm going to have like a rock guitar mm-hmm. solo in this other song with Van Halen. And then I'm going to, I'm going to do some like, you know, um, there's this, there's this British band called Flo, uh, Flowology, Flowetry, Flowetry. Mm-hmm. That's what they're called. They're, they're amazing. And I love them. And he totally did one of their songs. You know what I mean? Like covered. No one knew because no one knew who they were, but I was like, you stole that man. You covered this song. But I think that just, the the freedom that he had inside of his music to be a musician is extremely inspirational to me personally. Like I hate being told, especially when I'm like, I wrote this song and I have a vision for this song. And then you go and you take it to someone fancy and you're like, Hey, can you help me make this like super pro, you know, cause I have very high standards for myself and my music. So I'm, I work with like the best people I can afford, which is normally between two and $3,000 a song. Right. Like I really go for it. So I'm working with these really high-end people, and some of them, not all of them, but some of them will say things like, that doesn't sound like a Danielle Taylor song. And anytime I've ever expressed, like, what? Like, that's that, man, you know? Because my point of view is, like, I wrote it. It came out of me. It is my song. It is, it is a me song. I don't have to stick myself in this little box and be a specific sound. I'm allowed to play with my art and, like, put it out. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, I, I definitely think there is wisdom in choosing a lane, right? Like, I don't think it's smart necessarily to try to be both country and jazz and rock. And like, you know, I mean, you want someone, you want people to be able to hold on to what you're doing. So I understand kind of picking a lane, but I think if you have influences from different things while still staying in that, you know, kind of on that path, right. I think that's cool. I think I love when people do that. I'm one of my favorite artists ever is Sarah Bareilles and she she takes a lot of chances with her music you know what I mean like she does a lot of stuff that's like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna be super like um organic with this one and do do nothing um and nothing electronic in my stuff you know it's gonna be all like acoustic kind of instruments and, and and raw voices and then she'll do something that's like I'm gonna play with Broadway and then she's like oh I'm gonna do um, I, I am going to throw in like a bunch of synth stuff on my song and they're all eclectic, but they all are her and they all fit. And I'm, as a fan, I'm down for that ride. Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, because I like, I like her. I like her voice. I like mm-hmm. her singing voice and her, and her voice as a human. I like, I like how she, like, her lyrics, like I'm down for the ride. And I imagine that I'm not the only one that feels that way about her and that I'm not the only one that feels that way about the artist that they love and follow. And if that's the case, you know, people will love me because I'm me. They won't need me to be something else. So that has been, you know, um, a big kind of learning thing for me because I'm, I'm, I, I'm a very uh, strong headed person. So when the stuff is said to me that I don't agree with, I kind of respond about my own music, about me as a person, you know, um, I sort of am bullheaded when I respond and that's not necessarily the nicest way to handle something, but I, I definitely, you know, I, I like artists, any artists really, but you know, the, the only artists that I really know of or like that have done this kind of thing are like Michael Jackson did this, Bruno Mars has done this, Sarah Bareilles has done this, but otherwise a lot of people kind of stick to their quote sound, you know, I like the idea of changing it up if you want to change it up change it up people revere madonna because she's constantly changing with the times and you know what i mean like i feel like just do you and like 
you know, if you're being honest with who you are, people will, they're going to be open to it. They're going to be all about it. You know, they don't, they may not love every song you do, but they're going to be like, nah, this person's amazing. This artist is great. You don't know them. Oh my God, you got to know them. You know, so probably my most influential, those people. And then of course, to run that out, I would say also Whitney Houston, just because she, in my opinion, has the most beautiful voice of any person ever, ever. <laughs> yep. And her, her, I mean, her, her death was tragic because, you know, you go back and you, you see when she was singing the national anthem, and you're just like, a, you're just in awe, awe of great talent. But the thing with her is that she wasn't allowed to be who she was truly was. And I think right. that's why, you know, she went into the descent into drugs and alcohol. And then this, that's why she's not here with us anymore. People need to stop yeah. trying to change people and just let them be who they are. You know what I mean? Right. So, totally. Totally. Well, and I think, you know, unfortunately, entertainment, just the world, but I think the entertainment world, for, for as progressive as it really is, you know, sometimes I think a lot of times the entertainment world has, has led society because entertainment is what they see and hear most often, you know. Um, even though it's progressive, I think sometimes it's a little behind the times and, you know, you are a victim of the times you live in a lot. And I think that definitely was the case for her. Can we sell her if she's, you know, if she has any, um, you know, gay leanings, I guess. I know that was kind of suggested. I don't know that that actually was true. But, um, or, or if she's more of a bad girl than we're making her out to be. Like, they made her out to be, like, super duper pure. And who can live up to that all the time, you know? So I think, yeah, I think that just whatever image they were trying to portray, I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. I think she's the most beautiful, magnanimous, wonderful, amazing woman ever. And I completely disregard the whole drug problem. Like, I'm like, that doesn't even register to me, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think it's a big part of her personal individual struggle. And, you know, when you don't get to, like, when you're that famous and you don't get to, like, be a person anymore, is it even worth it, you know? Like, I want to be famous in the sense that, like, I want people to know my name and buy tickets to my shows. Like, I don't necessarily need, like, fame, you know? I just, like, if I could feel, like, a 5,000-person stadium, mm-hmm. that would be great for me. Like, that's it. Just 5,000 people in, like, 50 cities across the United States. I would be a very happy camper. And that's still a lot of people knowing who you are and being willing to buy tickets to come see you. And I mean, it's still a huge goal. Um, but that's what I mean when I'm like, oh, fame, I want fame. You know, I don't need even know that I want something larger than I mean, I would take it, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you want, I, if you want to bring it to me, I'll take it. No, I hear I know. you. We agree. Yeah. Now, you sent me Queendom, the song. What is that about? Queendom. Queendom is my, like, powerful girl anthem song. And it's about, like, I have, I have some friends who are like, I need a man, and will I ever get a man? And I need a man. Like, just, man. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think that we need a man. <laughs> I think men are dope. I love dudes. I love men. I'm in love with a man. I'm, I'm in a, you know, like I have no, pro- like, I'm not like a feminist. Like I hate men. I'm not like that. I just right. think, and so I, I just think that nobody needs anybody. Like I think the best relationships are where you can walk away at any time because you don't need me. And I can walk away at any time because I don't need you, but I'm choosing you because I want to be with you. I think that is so much more powerful than a need, you know? So 
um, the song is just about being a strong woman and knowing that, like, you don't need, you know, to quote the song, a king to rule your queendom, basically. So it's, it's really just you are in charge of your own life. You are in charge of your own world. You are a badass. And I kind of try to go through all these different things that women do in the song, mm-hmm. um, like, like, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not being extremely pointed about it, but basically like women climb Everest, women are astronauts, women are physicists, women are, you know, amazing people in many different fields. They're nurturers, they're warriors, they're soldiers. Like we are all over the place. We are amazing. And to denigrate ourselves so much to say that we are nothing without a man is, or, or a significant another is just so terrible. So I just wanted to write a song that was like, you got this, like you don't need a king, you know? So that's what the song's about, basically, is just being, right. being a baddie. Yeah. Baddie. All right, we're going to have a yeah. word sponsor, and then we're going to play it. Hold on one second. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. I have conquered the highest mountain. I have played in the deepest of seas. I'm no stranger, no, not to danger. There's nothing in this world that's gonna frighten me. I walk through the darkest alley with a fire burning wild and free, yeah. I won't bow down, no, never count out. Cause I'm the only one that says what's right.
to an extent there's truth in them, you know? So um, I just think you have to be smarter than the smarties, you know? Smarter. I like that. You know what? I'm going to take that and put it on. Do you know that's you know what that's from? That's from DuckTales. That's from Scrooge McDuck says you have to be smarter than the smarties and tougher than the toughies. And I just quoted a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we love you. Um so, okay. So that being said, what are your two favorite quotes besides those? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am a huge fan of of Disney and all my quotes are Disney oriented. Um, I don't mean to sound like I'm like a total loser goober person, but I, I really like Disney because I feel like Disney movies, like I don't like every single thing they've ever done, but I feel like Disney movies are really good at like they're, they're there for children, right? So they instill good morals and um, you know, they change with the times and, and I think they're, they're doing their best to, you know, be inclusive and kind and they they kind of, you know, have been doing that for years. And I think their message is about family and about uh, humanity and about being kind to other people, being honest, you know, just perseverance. All those messages are are really great. So I have always really enjoyed those movies because I feel like they just remind us of things that sometimes we forget as adults because we get so lost in like all the BS of just being a grown up, you know, And that's why it's so magical to, to kind of look back on, on these movies every once in a while and, and be re-inspired and, re, and have that childlike innocence reignited. So that's why I really like them. But um, my favorite quote of all time is from Cinderella, and she's singing the song, but it's, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Mm. Um, and then the second part of it that I like is, have faith in your dreams and someday, you know, they will come true, basically. And mm. I think that that's, you know, that's, that's the jam right there. There's lots of really good quotes by lots of brilliant people out there, but I like, you know, I mean, if you really love something, I feel like that, that passion and that love is there for a reason, you know? Um, and I think if you pursue it and, and we're not all good at everything, right? Like I really, really enjoy lots of different things that I'm not like the best at. Like I really like carpentry, which is weird, but <laughs> I suck at it. I can barely use a drill, you know, not to say I couldn't learn, but it's like, we are, we don't, we're not born. I don't know that we're necessarily born to do something, but I do think that we are all, we all have preferences and leanings and things like that, things that we love. And if you have a dream, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in that dream, you don't have faith in it. Like it's, I mean, it's not going to happen. How is it going to happen? You know, no one makes things happen for you in your life except for you. And I think whether those are good or bad, a lot of times I think your outlook really determines how stuff shakes down. So that's why I like it so much. Just, you know, so I get, I get like so teary eyed sometimes in my life. Cause I'm like, yeah, just believe in your dream, man. You know, like I just am so optimistic that, and I know that even if someday I'm, you know, I would really love it if, if I got to have a singing career, a performing career predominantly, if that was my, my path in life, I would, it would be amazing. But if it wasn't, I feel like music is still my life and I can still find work inside of music and do music for a living. Like that changes and what success means changes, um, you know, because it has to, or, or because you want it to or whatever. But I think as long as you, you know, believe in your dream and your ability to achieve that dream, 
the sky's the limit, you know? I agree with you 100%. So what is your favorite part about being an artist? Um, oh, I would say performing live, <clears throat> excuse me, is my favorite part of being an artist. I really love writing songs. I really mm-hmm. love the recording process. Um, the recording process is extremely challenging because you're allowing other people into your creative space. Um, but the performance part is just fun because when that happens, the people that are there are just down for a good time. They want to hear good music, you know. Right. They're either fans already, so you, they're already in your camp, you know. Or right. I kind of also love the challenge of, like, like I play the, you know, county fairs all over California. And... Um, those people, not everybody there knows me. Like some people know me, but like tons of people don't know who I am. And I love the challenge of just like singing, like belting my ass off and having people be like, whoa, I got to stop eating this corn dog. Who's that? You know, like that's extremely fulfilling for my ego. Honestly, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm a good singer. Stop and listen, you know, but I also really love the, um, the energy you get from a crowd when, you know, whether they know you or not, when you're like, when you're just in the moment, you're in the zone and like everything's going really well, they're with you. They're there. And it's something, it's, it's cool. It's something that you share. I I love going to concerts and having that myself with bands or like standing shoulder to shoulder with people who are all feeling what I'm feeling. Like it's, it's cool. And so I think the live experience is my favorite part of being an artist. Um, Like if people were like, Hey, we like your voice, but your songs are awful. We'll sign you, but you got to sing other people's songs. I'd be like, hell yeah, because I really just want to perform. You know, I, I, I work on songwriting because, again, like, just go out there and get it yourself. I'm a very DIY person, so I need to learn how to make these good because you can't lean on people to always do that for you. So right. that's why I write songs, and I've found my voice, and I know my style and what I believe in and all that good stuff. But ultimately, if someone was like, we like you, but, you know, these songs got to go. you got to do this song. As long as the song's not with something that I'm, like, against, I'm, like, I don't care. Sure. It's a good song. I don't care. I don't care whose song it is. Let me – please let me <laughs> sing in front of people. Please let me be up there on that stage, like, just entertaining for a living because I love it. So. I love that. Now, tell our audience where they can find you on the Internet. Find me everywhere. Uh, <laughs> my website is <laughs> – my website is DanielleTaylorMusic.com. And all of my stuff is Danielle Taylor Music. So Instagram is Danielle Taylor Music. Uh, Facebook is Danielle Taylor Music. YouTube is Danielle Taylor Music. What is it? TikTok is Danielle Taylor Music. If you want to find me, just Google Danielle Taylor Music and everything will come up in the world that, you know, and then you can go check me out. Or go to my website. Everything's on my website, too. You heard it here. Thank you so much, Danielle Taylor I've grown to love you so much because you are a truth speaker and I love women that speak their truth and not afraid to be themselves and that inspire other women and men to speak their truth and to honor who they are as individual beings. So I thank you for that and thank you for giving me the honor of being on my blog talk radio podcast and I'm going to follow you forever. I hope we can stay in touch because I think you're just an awesome person. Um, I think you have a lot to offer the world. So thank you very much for being on my show. Girl, thank you for having me on. I've really enjoyed talking to you. You have amazing questions, great energy, and I will definitely stalk you forever. (laughs) Yay!
I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. That was Danielle. She is awesome. You got to go find her. And if you don't remember the website, you know what you can do. Just Google her. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. I'm the... Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.